always like an average student and had like terrible ADHD. Coffee, I, I like, it gets the brain going. Yeah. I have tried to wean off of it because I don't want it not to work when I need it. We are drowning in a sea of overstimulation and digital distractions. Overstimulated. Welcome back to the Overstimulated Podcast, where we talk about a lot of things and not a lot of time. I am here today with Sophia Murphy. Hi. Sophia, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be back and filming again because yes. I missed it. Yes. All right. So Sophia is one of our co-hosts. I'm going to talk. I'm basically just going to be asking her some questions about her own life, her own past, and some things that are on her mind um, for 20 minutes. So uh, starting off, where are you from? And tell me a little bit about the area that you're from. So I literally live 30 minutes north of Oxford in a town called Eton, um, which I like low-key hate telling people that because everybody's like, oh, like you're a townie. And I'm like, all right, think what you want to think. I didn't want to go here because of it being so close, but I toured it and I loved it. And now I'm here. Um, but really small town, very conservative, um, cl- a lot of closed-minded people if we're going to be quite honest. But... I don't feel like that really affected me. If anything, it helped me realize that there, like, there's more to the world besides being so closed off. So especially after coming to school and my parents were always really open-minded. Um, and like they're a business business owners too, but they like raised me well where I wasn't like everybody else in my town. So were you really like really close with your family or you were you more close with your friends? Um, I was close with my friends. I, like the friends I was friends with in high school, I'm still friends with now. They all go to different schools in Ohio, um, Dayton and OU. Um, but my family, I was really close with them. I still am really close with them. I have two sisters. I have a twin sister and I'm close with both of them. I couldn't pick one over the other because I love them both so much. <laughs> and my parents, I'm also still super close with. Obviously, there was like a rough patch in high school, which I think we'll get into more. But what was that? So this is like the whole thing I just wanted to talk about, too, while being on here is just like journeying with or people's journey with self-confidence in mind, like specifically, because I think a lot of people today like still haven't found that or like every day, like you're working towards becoming the better version of yourself, like the most confident the most true to yourself, like with your values. And in high school, I like went to a Catholic school up until sixth grade, seventh grade, I moved to a public school and I was like pretty closed off from just like, I don't know, just like that public school environment. Like the first day of school, we were in seventh grade. So I don't know if like people curse in seventh grade, but like somebody said like shit. And I was like, oh my God, like what the hell? He just said shit. Wait, so you went to private school for all of, all of your growing up or just some? Yes. I went from to a private school from like kindergarten to uh, sixth grade. Okay. And then moved to public school. Um, but I'm glad I did. Like, I definitely think like my private school was very close minded and I it's funny because it was Catholic, but I don't really associate that much with religion as much as I used to. But during public school, like I was pretty shy. Um, I was like the new girl, obviously, but I like ended up getting a good close group of friends pretty quickly, which was good. 
But then moving into high school, um, just like in general, my parents were always like, oh, like our daughters aren't allowed to date till after college. So I literally fully was me. convinced. I was like, okay, like I'm never going to date until like after college. Cause like they said so. But then like in high school, I was like, okay, they have to be like joking, right? Like I like should be able to date somebody in high school. So met this kid who was low key piece of shit and everybody knew that. Um, so we like started dating and it just like escalated really quickly. He was a lot more mature than I was despite being the same age, but he was more mature in other but he ways. Was a piece of shit. Yes, if you can imagine. A um, mature piece of shit. Yeah. All right. So Loki, yeah. He was like we like dated for like literally a month, but like he probably was like cheating on me. But like I don't know. <laughs> he definitely was. But fully snuck out to go see him. So obviously that was a big fucking no no with my parents. So they ended up finding out. I ended up having to break up with this kid. And then all of a sudden pictures i sent to him got leaked to like the whole school oh god yeah so i think that's when like beer madison beer situation yeah literally so i think that's when i was like holy shit like what the fuck am i doing like i first off i was just distraught i was like oh my god like my parents are taking me away from this boy like my life is over god forbid i can never talk to another guy again but i wasn't allowed to see him again and I like went back to school and all of a sudden he was like telling everybody the story. And it was funny because his ex literally like texted me and was like, Sophia, like he's telling everybody like what happened. And it just like, and he's like laughing about it, thinking it's funny. Like he's just making you like look like really bad, like an idiot. And so that's what I felt like. Um, and that's when like my social anxiety started. And I think the first time I ever like felt like I was like maybe depressed I wasn't diagnosed but I was nervous to like go to school events like I literally would walk in front of like the student section like a football game and I was like holy fuck everybody's looking at me they know like what I did like I'm such a horrible person because of that when in reality he's the fucking horrible person like who does that shit right like he still is a horrible person um like I don't think I'll ever grow he has severe daddy issues too and just like hasn't grown through that and needs to see a therapist and that's okay. But yeah, he keeps hurting other people. So I'm just glad I'm not a part of it anymore. But so that was like a big part of, or like a very big like moment in my life that I think helped shape me to who I am today. So then that was sophomore year. So moving forward, um, like sophomore year transitioning into summer to junior year I think that's when I like started finding like my personality my uh sense of style and low-key I'm gonna be so honest like I was such like a e-girl during that time like on TikTok (laughs) um which like makes sense by the way I dress now but I like started like getting more into clothes finding hobbies um I think I was already in clubs, but I just like dedicated more time to that, I think. And then eventually like we all grew past it. I don't think anybody like remembered it anymore. But um, then I yeah, just grew into myself a lot more and just started being like, you know what? Like I am like I should like feel good about myself like and I feel good about myself by expressing myself through this and that. So, so. would you would you say that like the main the main way that like helped you um, kind of discover yourself and like get to know what you're interested in is just like 
pursuing those hobbies and then that brought along like the self-confidence with you? Yes, 100%. And there's another story that happened during school. Also when I was a sophomore, I think like, like, I don't know. I feel like everything bad happens to you during your sophomore year of high school or college, apparently. But yep. yeah, so I was just like focusing on other things that like just, yeah, like made you feel good about yourself. And if you put time and effort into making that even better, then you just evolve as a person, I think. So um, how much would you say that anxiety has impacted like your college experience so I think like going into school I wasn't really nervous like freshman year I was so like outgoing um very like like I still am outgoing and I just like wasn't super nervous but at the same time I still like I didn't have enough like confidence or I guess like I did have social anxiety to where I was really nervous about like rushing a business frat rushing a sorority, um, just getting involved in other organizations and also like being a freshman, I think that's a very common thing with everybody, but I was just like, Oh, I'm a little bit scared. Like I'm young, I'm new here. I don't want to join something and then not get in. Cause God forbid I get somebody says no. And I think that's still right. a fear that most people have. Um, then obviously kind of broke out of that shell a little bit. Um, then moving into sophomore year, I met another lovely guy. Um, that's sarcasm, but <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Um, and then this, like I thought in like the world was ending when I was a sophomore in high school, but like this time, like my world almost actually did end, I think. And this guy was literally like worst guy I think I've ever met. And if he's watching this, like, Okay. Like, I hope you enjoy this, but, right. <laughs> um, but extremely like narcissistic made me completely lose everything I had thought about myself, made me forget how my friends viewed me, which was obviously positive if they're my friends, but just completely like literally thrived off of sucking everything that I had left out of me. And so how long did this go on? So it went on from September to May. And then I broke up with him in May. But over winter break, especially is when it got really, really bad. Um, I think it was a distance that obviously like made him like he always like this person always said that I was like a cheater and I was not a cheater. If I was, I would hold myself accountable for that. Um, but like, I think there's certain things that like, well, also this is the what thing that like really was the super impactful. He just made me feel horrible for things that I had done in my past. And like, I know like every, I'm not perfect. Like people make mistakes and that's how you grow. And he just like would like use it against you. Yes. He would use my past against me when he did not know me. And one thing I go by, like, you should never judge somebody for something in your past. Like, you didn't know them. So, right. like, that's none of your business. Um, but, yeah, it's like he put my... I wrote this down because I wanted to talk about it. But he put my feelings about my past on a podium. And it's like I couldn't step down from it. And it was just, like, 
fucking spotlights on me but it was like imagine like the spotlight was like on fire (laughs) so literally it was horrible during winter break yeah it was when it got really bad obviously we weren't we're like not in from the same state so he had access to like my social media was logging in somehow like getting access to chats I had from like a year ago like was able to read all these saved chats I had ha- I had with other people from like years ago like I didn't even talk to this person anymore and he was reading everything he read everything I'd said to my second relationship with a guy that was actually fucking nice and made me feel just so embarrassed I like literally had no privacy at all like it was just things like if you have a connection with two people and another person just coming in on that and like reading like imagine your fucking text with a person like getting blasted to somebody like that's insane right so it just felt like you were getting like crushed yes and oh like I knew it was really bad and like this is when I thought like was probably depressed again um, but obviously I wasn't diagnosed, so I'm not going to say that I was, but, um, I like had to go to work, didn't want to go to work. I literally called off work because I like just couldn't get out of bed. I don't think I ever left my bed like for like a week. Um, I think I lost like 15 pounds from November to May, lost a lot of my hair. Um, and I knew it was really bad when my mom and my sisters were like, Sophie, like you used to be so funny. Like what happened to that? What would you say turned that around? So then I think I just like started to like be like, okay, like I know I need to get out. I just don't know how. So I like was just like, I would be so close to getting out almost every single time. And then it would switch around. It was like I had the upper hand and that sounds horrible to say. Like you should, that's the thing. In a relationship, you should never, somebody should never have the upper hand. Like that's how you know it's toxic. And, but it's like, I was like, okay, like, you treat me like this. It's horrible. He's like, okay, I'll change. I'll change. He didn't change. So then May rolls around. We're at like a date party. I invite my sisters and I invite him. I'm obviously going to be with my sisters since I hadn't seen them in forever. And I am talking to them more than I'm talking to him. He leaves is freaking flabbergasted when I don't go to corner with him. I'm like, no, I'm not going with you. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, really? So he goes to corner I'm like hanging out with my sisters. Loki like put my phone on like do not disturb because that's when he started calling me a bunch. And then he comes back, is pissed. Cause I'm like also I was talking to my other um a guy that I dated who goes here, but like it is so like cordial. Like I don't know. If you're in a healthy relationship, you should not be worried about something like that. And he was pissed, and I think I had like the liquid courage, honestly. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. And he was like, really? Like, you have to come back with me right now to get your shit then. I'm like, no, I'm not coming back. Like, I don't care. Leave it on the doorstep. I'll get it later. Burn it. I don't care. Good and for you. Cam freaking saw me and saw that I was like under distress. And he calls the manager and they come and kick him out. Thank God, because that motherfucker wouldn't have left. Jesus. Like, he has to win every fucking argument he's in. Um, But like he... I blocked him like literally instantly and then like little things happened after, but like that was it. And I was finally out. And so what did you do to kind of get your life back on track after that all ended? So after that, I definitely still had like, I still had some social anxiety. I was almost like 
like certain things. Like I was nervous when like I felt a text buzz. I was nervous. Like I still hate the sound of a FaceTime call ending or the sound of a call ending. Like when somebody else hangs up with you or hangs up on you, I like I'm not a huge fan of that sound because he would like hang up on me all the time and then like block me. So it was just like traumatic and that sounds stupid as fuck, but like that's literally what, no, that makes that's sense. what happened. <laughs> um, and like, obviously started talking to like other guys again and I just even girls too I was just like oh like they're gonna do exactly what he did like they're out to get me like they're preying on my downfall they like know everything bad I've done in my life and they're gonna like put on blast just like he did and like I literally like genuinely felt that way and that's why I started going to therapy after so that helped a lot too because she was like no like that's not the case and I eventually grew out of that and I think just I made a lot of friends along that way and I think they definitely like helped so much. Like Cam helped my current boyfriend now, he helped a lot for sure. Um but I think like yeah, putting time into my friends again, people that actually care about me and want what's best. They helped me pull or they pulled me out of it, like that hole that I was in. And then also getting into sewing, like really, really getting into sewing. Like I remember the first thing I did when I got home was sewed something. And that helped me so much. And I was like, oh my God, like, wow, I missed when I felt this creative. And now I feel like I'm like a creative, like high right now. Um, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck what I, anybody thinks anymore, which is so good. Like wearing whatever I want to wear also just putting in the effort to become like even better and so what would you say is like the biggest lesson you learned or biggest thing that came out of it that you think is beneficial for you to keep remembering going forward and that you could tell other people that might be in like a similar position or have been um i would just say like if you have a gut instinct and it feels wrong it's wrong like you need to get out like talk to your friends about it for advice maybe but like if you have for a slight second like even if it's like too good to be true it's probably too good to be true and it's about to go downhill really quickly um because I like there was a situation with one of my friends actually that I told her that and it ended up happening but she got out quick enough thank god um and just like use like different like when you're out of situations like that or if you're like in a situation where you feel like you lost yourself go back to what you love like I 100% have used art as a coping mechanism like I think a lot of like the art I've made in some of my classes like have been symbolism of like or have symbolized the relationship I don't know if I said that right but um just (laughs) go back to like what you love and find things you love get involved like I'm involved in so many things now and I'm like putting my best foot forward in every single organization and it's so rewarding so yeah, you just have to really like like prioritize yourself. You deserve to be put first. And what would you say, last question, we have about a minute left. <laughs> um, what would you say is like your dream career as of right now or the, the thing that you're working towards more than anything else? Um, I really, really want to design, um, whether that be just like me designing on the side and having like a fashion, fashion marketing job or marketing for... Um, the music industry, but fashion's like really like the big thing, but also I love marketing too. So if I could do like marketing for a fashion company and then 
privately design and reach out to people be like hey like i want you to wear this and then people wearing your stuff at like the grammys that'd be freaking amazing that'd be awesome so yeah and just starting a brand maybe but rooting for you thank you (laughs) all right well sophia murphy thanks for sharing thanks for coming and um this has been an overstimulated podcast have a great week bye